Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. You said stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. Hello. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting for a movie genre, movies that in our opinions have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. This week. On the podcast. Is Elaine's pick. Semi-pro. From, from 2008. 2008. This movie is a comedy. It's a sports comedy. And I would submit for the committee's review that this is an alternate reality fantasy Because there was never an ABA team called the Flint Tropics. While while all the other... mildly based on them. It is is based on... There was an ABA. They did merge with the NBA. And all the other teams and uniforms are historically accurate. But there was no Flint Tropics. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) Let's get tropics. Which... uh, Tony was like, they're the tropics? They're in yeah. Flint? Which is funny. You're supposed to have a map, like, where's Flint again? Yeah. <laughs> why? What do you mean, why? Flint was a pretty big town. No, not why do they have a team? Like, why was it called the tropics? Is there a mascot? A palm tree? <laughs> palm tree? <laughs> is this Flint, Florida? I don't think they had. Right. I Flint can have a lot of different names. They had any the kind of mascot. It's just a, a few times we saw a palm tree in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get Maybe. tropical. But it's. You know, it's a comedy, so it's funnier if it's the Flint Tropics, mm-hmm. rather than if it was the Flint, I don't know, anything that would make sense polar for Flint. <laughs> well, it's not polar bears. I was the, trying to think of... Snow. <laughs> the Flint Dirty Water. Well, no, I was trying to think of something that had to do more with cars, like, because the, the NBA team is the Pistons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I couldn't think Flint of anything. Carburetors. <laughs> <laughs> the Flint Drivetrain. <laughs> or maybe it should have been some... Catalytic converter. That's a good one. We should go with that. Well, no, it should have been the Flint Bears. Because Bears. the Detroit Lions is the football team. The Detroit Tigers is the baseball team. So it should have been the Flint Bears. Lions and Tigers and Bears. Bears. That math checks out. I just solved the puzzle. If, if they had a basketball team, it would have been the Bears. Okay. Other than the Pistons. But, I mean, that's... The ABA really, team. The ABA team. Right. If Flint had an ABA team, it would have been Flint the Flint Flint did Bears. have an ABA team. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. <laughs> I looked it up. Yeah, what was it? Um, I don't have my phone. I can't do it. But they then had an ABA I, team. No, it ju- it, the thing said that they didn't have an ABA The they Tropics did. was not a real team. No, the, tra- the Tropics were not a real team, but it, the Flint did have a team. Tony, can you back me up on this and look that up? Uh, yes. Would you, would you, be, would you be a peach? Tony's like, don't just you remember Google, I never Flint. got on your Wi-Fi? <laughs> That's true. Flint, Michigan, Megabowl. Just Google, did Flint have an ABA team? Um, so ABA while we're looking at that, let me tell you some factoids about Semi-Pro. Oh, okay. I love factoids. It has a 4.7 Metacritic score. She had to stop and draw a little back. And it wasn't one before. No. It looked like, or maybe it's 47. I don't know. Forty-seven. Forty-seven the, would be Metacritic. Mm-hmm. The Flint Pros. Boom. That's a dumb name. <laughs> better than the Tropics. No, Tropics is better than Pros. So what you're saying is Flint did have a basketball team in the ABA. I guess they did. All right then. It wasn't the Tropics. It I'm was wrong. definitely not the Tropics. Sometimes I'm wrong. It's okay to be wrong, as long as you admit it and learn from your mistakes. So this had a eighty or eighty-three, a thirty-eight percent audience score and a twenty-two percent thermometer on the Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. See, that seems kind of low. It had a. 
I think that that score is low. Shh, keep going. But we'll it had a budget it. of $55 million and worldwide it grossed $44 million. So this is known as a big, gigantic failure. Yeah, this is a flop and a half. This is a belly flop. Because it lost this is the kind, half of its money. This money. is the kind of belly flop that where it turns your whole body red <laughs> and you wish you were dead. A lot of people got paid scale. Because there's a lot of people in this, yeah. actually. Yeah, this is, it has a really good ensemble with a, ensemble with a lot of good, just working character yeah. actors. A lot of them. Um, it Why might you tell us some about them. The, tell us some of them. It was directed by oh. Kent Alterman. What else did he do? Nothing. This is the only movie he's ever directed. <laughs> he's produced some about like 15, 20 movies, mm-hmm. including this one. But this is his only directorial anything. No TV. This no was music the videos. alpha and the omega for him. This is yep. It was written by Scott Armstrong. What else did he write? He is the creator. And head writer of the Dice TV series. Oh Andrew shit! Dice Clay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. But he also wrote the, <laughs> he also wrote the Heartbreak Kid, The Hangover Two, Old School Road Trip, Starsky and Hutch. A lot of uh, a lot of middle of the road stuff. A there. lot of middle of the road stuff, but but, in, but his big claim to fame is the Dice series. Actually, that's not his big claim to fame. I just wrote that like, down because I like thought his that was funny. Sitcom. Old School was a pretty big. Look, uh, most of these. The Hot Red Kid, The Hangover, Old School. They're all good the comedies. Hangover was a big deal. Hangover but this is a two. two. Oh, two. Yeah, that two. They went to Bangkok. Okay. It was not so good. I did not they see that. They took The Hangover was like, hey, make this in another country. And he was like, all right. I didn't see that. But it still did really well. Like, it did these, do really well. It did way better than the third one, which was... None of these... There was, was a the third one? one? <laughs> and then there was the female spinoff, Bridesmaids. I really don't think that was a spinoff. It wasn't a spinoff. They were like, do the same thing they did with this, but with girls. And it was terrible. Lots of people think Bridesmaids is really, really good. I think that movie is a hot pile of dog trash. Ooh. Tony, you like that movie. I like it. It's okay. I I think it's not okay. It's not funny at all. It's It's not. uh, All right. Can we stop? (laughs) No. Carly likes that movie. We're supposed to. No, I don't. I'm indifferent to it, but Mm. too many times pushing buttons. (laughs) What? You don't like it when we talk about dog trash? Birthday. I'm sorry, listener. <laughs> to, as, listener. We re- as we record this, there's only one left. <laughs> but as we record this, it is Dean Martin's birthday. Audra so giggles when we hit the dog trash button. It's fine. Probably uh-huh. not when we do it repeatedly. <laughs> I, Audra, do you think that bridesmaids is dog trash? Send me a text. I'll update us on further episodes. <laughs> so this is. <clears throat> Uh, the so, tr- semi-pro is Jackie Moon, the owner, coach, player of the American Basketball Association's Flint, Michigan Tropics, rallies his teammates to make their NBA dreams come true. That is the synopsis. Does it usually do a synopsis? What did you think going in, Tony? Ooh. I was like, I hadn't seen this movie, but I kind of gave up on Will Ferrell movies a while ago. <laughs> She's like 60, 60, 40 with, you know, movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, eh, I'll watch it. It's just like any other Will Ferrell movie. It's like, I'll watch mm-hmm. it. Could be good, could be trash. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought I'm gonna have to watch this again because when you were originally gonna do this was right before the pandemic, and we had just watched it. And I was like, okay, you can do it. I don't have to watch it again. But then I had to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's what he thought before going. I that's never exactly heard what of I thought. it. <laughs> and I'm just like Tony, although it's probably more forty sixty for me with Farrell movies. Wow, okay. I tend to like him more in a dramatic role than in a comedic role. Like that movie uh, you did with the thing. Carly does yeah, not like Will Ferrell and yet has picked two of his movies. Yes. <laughs> what else did you pick? Oh, Elf. Yes. He's but with that with the with that, with that guy. Well, well known well known actor <laughs> from Elf from, from Elf. Elf James Conn. He's in a couple but of I, things like Godfather. I tend to not enjoy 
many Will Ferrell comedies. So, all right. So, uh, I obviously thought this was great. Okay. Well, we're um, gonna get to that. Um, oh, she's lost. Yeah. No nope. reviews. I do. <laughs> I just had to get out of what I was in. So I. Nope. <laughs> Something has happened. There we go. All right, getting it together. All right. <clears throat> this is from some four one six five seven. Original. Uh huh. I have no idea why people hate this movie. I loved it, along with the rest of the movie theater. Not one person left saying it sucked. These people that say it sucked are, and then he called them a word that I won't use. This movie was awesome. What did it start with? An R. Ah. <clears throat> oh. Trust me, go Rap-go? see. No. Trust me. <laughs> Ridiculous. No. Okay. Trust me, go see it. You'll be glad you did, and you laughed almost nonstop throughout the whole movie. I would say that this is Will Ferrell's funniest movie since Anchorman. And way better than Blades of Glory. I'm with you on that. Blades yeah. of Glory was, was trash. Yeah, I guarantee it dog trash. He guarantees that if you go see this movie, you won't regret it. It was amazing. Is he eight or nine? <laughs> I don't know, but he gave it a ten out of ten. In contrast, Mick May Mick Dundee. <laughs> no, no, Mick Maynerberry. Mick Maynerberry. Mick Maynerberry. Mick Gives rates it a one out of ten. One. He says, "I was a fan of Pharrell, but Pharrell? it's." Feral. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tony kept saying, I think Pharrell might be a little old for this movie. And I was like, Pharrell is not in this movie. Sorry. I was so confused. Feral. And he was happy he wasn't in this movie. I, I was a fan of Feral, but it's unbelievable how many scenarios and movies this character can do over and over again, and people still pay to see it. Same incredibly predictable plot as most of his previous movies. Tedious, redundant, painfully boring. Will, stop making these movies, dude. If you are 12 or have an IQ of 12, it's a great flick. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Did he just call you dumb? The movie itself was bad. The cast was fine. But this was Will Ferrell's worst movie ever. Two exclamation points. But not three. No, just two. Okay, well, he doesn't have that strong of a feeling then. Because we all know the three. Did you see Blades of Glory? I did. Was it bad? It was horrible. Okay. Would you say worse than this movie? Yes. Now, I'm not saying that you think this movie's bad, but they just said worst movie he's I feel got. like, yes. and I don't think I agree. Really? <laughs> no, I don't think I agree with that person that this is his worst movie. Oh. Well, I, which you also. Yeah, agree. Blades of Glory was way worse than this. Well, I don't think it's his worst movie. I'm fairly, Ooh. I mean, <clears throat> I'm fairly certain Ooh. that John enjoys this at least more than Elf. Um... <laughs> We'll see. That con guy, he's going to have big stuff coming up. (laughs) You know, he's a talented guy. Blades of Glory has a lot of, like, I'm fairly, I think I remember it having a lot of gay panic in it. Hmm. Because it's two straight dudes partnering, doing couples skating. I I bet it doesn't age well. I haven't seen it since the whole I don't think it ages well. And I don't like that guy. It has the guy that played Napoleon Dynamite as the other guy in it. And I don't like that dude at all. Well, most people don't. That's why you don't see him anymore. I mean, not that he's not a good actor. I'm sure he's a hell of a guy. But. I don't think he's a good actor. I think he's trash. I, I didn't really like Napoleon Dynamite. No, I didn't get that movie either. I was one of those people who was like, I don't really see what's so great about it. I never saw it. I think you would probably like it. It's one. I feel like it's one of those weird, arty movies that people are like, this is the best thing ever. And I'm like, I, nobody blew anything up, so I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. In this movie? In this no. Movie? Yeah. He blew up the scoreboard with the alley-oop. He blew up the Billboard charts with Love Me Sexy. <laughs> Ooh. Now, we did. I know you haven't started yet. But as mm-hmm. they were doing the intro and we were seeing all the clips in the newspaper, at one point I paused it 
because of something. And then we just read as much as we could of the newspaper article. All right. Well, this movie stars uh, Will Ferrell as Jackie Moon. Welcome back to the podcast from previous episodes, Elf and Stranger Than Fiction. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guys. also... Oh, my God. The other guys. I forgot about that. Yeah. This will be his Ooh, fifth appearance. Or fourth. fourth appearance. Other guys. Let me write wow. that down. Do you I have don't know to? why. I do. Okay. Uh, the char- This also stars uh, Woody Harrelson as the character of Mox. Have we had him in anything before? I didn't see any. Woody Harrelson? Yeah. Yeah. No, but we're watching a lot of Cheers at our house. <laughs> I support that. More this is Woody Harrelson's second best basketball movie. <laughs> that is correct. White Man Jump, Can't, Can't jump. jump is a great basketball it's, movie. It's better than this. And an excellent Wesley Snipes movie. If you're in the mood for Snipes, who we love on this podcast, please go watch White Man Can't Jump. And can jump. you give me the Woody Harrelson, um, Wesley Snipes trifecta? They were in three movies. Can you give me the three? Money Train. Was the second one. We have White Man Can't Jump. jump. And the first one was... This is the one people forget about. Um, it was early on in their careers, and it's a movie that's starring Goldie Hawn. Oh, were they both in Wildcats? Yes. Wow. <laughs> look at me knowing stuff about, look at about going the way back. for That's another great sports movie that women like. What we were just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, I've not seen it, but... <laughs> well, great. you know it's what? Great. Elaine's birthday is coming. <laughs> it's not bad. Um... It's not as good as White Man Can't Jump, but I'd put it above Money Train. It's a quality Maybe. flick. Um, so, Woody Harrelson, uh, yeah. the character of Lynn is played by Moira Tier- Tierney. She's mm-hmm. famous from ER. Yeah. And Moira then we got uh, Clarence, played by Andre Benjamin. He's actually billed as Andre Benjamin instead of Andre 3000, which shows growth. <laughs> but he is, of course, Andre 3000 from um, Outcast. Outcast. Okay. And, and he was. And he is sorry, Miss Jackson. He's actually. Very enjoyable in the movies that I've seen him in. He's the best part of Be Cool, and he's really great in The Four Brothers. Yes, he is good in that. That's a good movie. We should that do that. Movie. You could do that movie. I can. Sh- Carla could probably do that movie, too, because it's like a drama. And it's like, a family drama. Yeah. And it's got uh, Mark Wahlberg in it. This Tyler also has, I mean, hold that against there's it. a no. pretty diverse cast here. Yeah. I do want to say special mention to Lou Redwood, who's played by Will Arnett. Of course, we all know as Lego Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, then you just got a bunch of great guys. Oh, I do. Uh, Dukes. The character of Dukes is played by Jackie Earl Haley, who played yeah. Freddy Krueger in the 2010 remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, which I so was like. So welcome back to the podcast. Didn't we do that? And Rorschach and Watchmen. No, we didn't do that. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, we do movies we like. <laughs> well, you were on a kick this during the second all time this is, and Freddy Kruegers. And this is the second time this movie's come up recently. Because it was also like, I think somebody had written for this, that movie that oh, didn't come up or anything. But yeah, I thought that was interesting because I was trying to find like, like the character that plays Father Pat the Rap. Like, I really like that guy, yeah. but he wasn't in anything like specific. You could do two hours on just all the people in this movie. Or like, right. so Andrew Daly's people. in this and he's like in fucking everything, yeah. but also in nothing at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Wow. And then you got your regular Will Ferrell guys like David. Coacher and Rob Corddry. All right, well, just see previous Will Ferrell movies. Yeah. yeah, it has a pretty good ensemble cast of very funny people. It's a bit of all right. It's more than a bit of all right. So this movie opens with Jackie Moon singing "Love Me Sexy." Not Johnny Moon. Right, That's Jackie Moon. His brother. And this can mon- you hum, can you hum a few bars of "Love Me Sexy"? No. <laughs> Would you like to? Nope. That's your job. Because you were singing it last night. I was. <laughs> I might later on too. 
<laughs> and it gets it's kind of gross. <laughs> it's kind of gross. A little bit. <laughs> Lick me sexy, suck me sexy. <laughs> but first, you guys take off your shoes. <laughs> Why don't you take off your shoes and suck me sexy? That's a line. <laughs> it's a little gross. Um, a little bit. Unless you're Quentin Tarantino, I guess. Yeah. Right. No, but he says take off your shoes and then suck me sexy. <laughs> oh, that's not. Break this down. Which is like, <laughs> so I guess, he I guess he doesn't want her to wear her shoes in Can we bed? move this along past the sucking me sexy? You're killing my favorite line. Um, <laughs> but there's a montage of newspaper articles yeah. that kind of catch us up about, about Jackie Herbie. Moon and about the tropics. Mm-hmm. And then we see a little thing that says it's Flint, Michigan, Which 1976. Which podcast Herbie. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your favorite oh, tertiary man. object? It might be no. now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Check. I have a pen if you want to scratch something out. No, because it All doesn't right. actually appear in the movie. They just mentioned Herbie in the beginning. Okay, well. All right. So then uh, we uh, cut to Jackie Moon. Jackie Moon. Talking to the audience. Maybe. Turns out he's announcing, he's announcing he's the Flint Tropics, and we meet the team. Or at least our starters, Scootsy Doubleday, Twiggy Munson, Vodkiss, and B.B. Ellis. Those are our starters along with Jackie Moon. And they mm-hmm. introduce themselves. And it's Because really Clarence isn't here. Where's Clarence? No. Yeah. He's not here. They are talking about where's Clarence. But in the opener, we get the impression he was a famous musician because he had this one hit. Yes. And then he used his money to buy this team, which he decided to coach and play on and own. Yes. And it's going down the toilet. Shocking. <laughs> That's what I those would headlines say, were. Apparently I would say Carly said there. that... <laughs> Carly said we get the impression, and I'm going to say they flat out tell us <laughs> that, flat out that tell he us. had a hit record, and with his that money, he bought this team, which he is the owner, and he also... Yes. I will say, I didn't realize it was a one-hit wonder until much later. I thought maybe he had had records. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but one-hit wonders can make a lot of money. I mean, in the movie about a boy, he pays for his whole lifestyle based on one fucking song. And it was his dad that had that song. It depends who owns the rights to the song. Yes. Like Sir Mix-a-Lot owns the rights to Baby Got Back, and he's Mm -hmm. doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Every couple years, that's in a commercial, and he just... Yeah, it's just a really good song. But it depends on who owns the rights, because famously, you know... Musicians are dumb. Yeah, Paul McCartney told Michael Jackson, if you really want to make money, you should own the rights to music. And then he went out and bought the Beatles rights. Yes, I know. That's dirty. Mm -hmm. Well, you know. If things worked out for Paul, he's not on the corner, you know, with his cop. He'll be okay. (laughs) He'll have that Jimmy Conn guy come over and help him out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he will. Um, Anyways. He might. So So we meet the team. (laughs) We, uh... Meet our ref, Father Pat. Jackie says, did you lose weight, Father Pat? And Father Pat says, fuck you, Jackie. <laughs> Which is funny. Which shows you the interaction between the, our players. And it's the Tropics versus the New York uh, no, it's Nets. Mix. I said Nets. Oh. You who just now? kind of talked over me, so you couldn't really hear it. Who now play in what city? The Nets? Yeah. Uh, are they in Florida? No, they're no. still technically in New York, but they're now they're the Brooklyn Nets. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were the New Jersey Nets, and then Jay Z bought the team in Brooklyn. Really? Really? I so know so little about basketball. So now they are technically <laughs> the New York Nets. Weird. I didn't know that the Nets were in Jersey. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, let's. So yeah. now you got the Knicks and the Nets. Yeah. Well, that's com- not New York has confusing. two teams in everything. Mm, all right. Anyways. Except, well, no. I was gonna say Although hockey, usually they're no, they not didn't. in the same like city. <laughs> What's yeah, your two are. hockey teams? The, uh, Rangers and the Islanders. Weird. Yeah. Then we have the Mets and the Yankees. Uh-huh. What about your volleyball team? And then you have the Giants and the Jets. What about the Bills? That's oh, Buffalo. Oh, I'm thinking about... That's New York. I technically, know, but... Technically... I was forgetting that there were the Giants and the They have two the teams in everything. I was thinking have, it was the Bills and the Giants. But they I have, about but the they have three because it's the state of New York, so they have three. You can't say they got two. And what's funny is the Jets and the Giants, as far as I know, still play in New Jersey. <laughs> In the same fucking stadium. I once went to a football game. True story. It was the Giants versus the Jets, and the Jets were the home team <laughs> in Giants Stadium. <laughs> Why? Well, shit you not. Why did they call it Giants Stadium if they both play there? I'm sorry. I wasn't on the committee. Shouldn't, it be, called, <laughs> shouldn't it be something else? No, it was, it's uh, like, probably something else now because every stadium is named after whatever bank yeah, or Sprint, a, the the team insurance or the, company or whatever that owns it. America Park. The, the Joe. <laughs> Farm Bureau Live. Oh, no, the Joe isn't the Joe anymore. They to- uh, they don't play at the Joe. I'm pretty sure they tore the Joe down. Hey, we're 20 minutes into this. It's only opening credits. Audra, Audra, could you tell me about the Joe? Um, it's all right. Um, you may love you sexy, but not speedy. Let's get- <laughs> we see um, everybody's talking about Clarence. He shows up late, and he seems to be the fucking star. Mm-hmm. And they just all they do is get the ball to Clarence. He seems pretty rad. Uh, then we get the halftime show where we get an exceptionally dirty hippie named Dukes is going to go for the halftime half court shot for ten thousand like dollars. Court shot? <laughs> it's more than half. It's Either from way. the foul line on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> By some miracle of God, Dukes gets it in. For ten, and he's Jackie Moon's like, you just want a big check that says ten thousand dollars <laughs> because there's not any actual money. And I was curious because I was like, that's a lot. of Because then he's like, who the hell gives away ten thousand dollars? And I was like, like when did this movie really take place? And Tony said he thought it was 1976. So no, that's what the that's okay. what the thing said. Well, it's So you did the calculation. It was forty-eight thousand dollars today. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! Why wasn't he giving away one thousand dollars? <laughs> Anything, he wasn't giving away any money because there's no money. It was, <laughs> a fake it was the impossible shot. And then um, you also gave away corn dogs. I know, but <laughs> I just feel like I was like, why ten thousand dollars is such a huge amount of money? After, He's an idiot. <laughs> after the game, they go to the Kremlin. The Kremlin. The Kremlin. The Kremlin. The Kremlin, Kremlin. The Kremlin is what it is in Russia. Uh, well, it's not Russia. It's a nightclub for a post-game. Parte. I like how Jackie and I think, playings on his knees. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I feel like Jackie owns this place. He, because he came in and he went into the DJ booth he put and he also song. said yes and talked to the audience and, and then later he said something about free jeans. Again for a yeah. Meeting. Yeah. They keep meeting there so I'm pretty I feel like maybe he owns the Kremlin as well. Okay. Wow that sounds weird. <laughs> and they talk about rumors of the league falling apart. But Jackie says, "No, don't worry. We're we're I'm working on a merger with the NBA. Mm-hmm. So I got you guys tomorrow. Talking. I'm driving to a meeting to talk about a merger. Right. Y'all are gonna be fine. So he goes to the league meeting in Indianapolis, mm. and the ABA is merging with the NBA at the end of this season. The NBA agreed to their buyout, so all the owners are gonna get a substantial amount of money. Big old fat checks." Which is $10, great. $10,000. <laughs> and Jackie starts to celebrate, but 
Celebrates a little too soon because the NBA is only taking four teams. The Nets, the Spurs, the Pacers, and the Nuggets. Which are all still teams. And Jackie gets pissed because his team is not listed. And uh, he... Um, not, not the Flint pros. And they then... some. He then convinces them that only the best four teams should get to go and that everybody should have an equal shot. And they're like, well, these are the four best teams, teams. so whatever. <laughs> so they take a vote, and uh, so Jackie's got to get them to fourth place, which it seems as though they're in second, last. last place. Mm-hmm. And they said that these four teams all have strong fan bases, new stadiums. Like, they're yeah. doing well. These are the teams we want because these are the teams that are viable. Yeah. 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 yeah, viable properties. Because in the late 70s or mid to late 70s, the NBA wasn't a big thing anyway. I don't know. I don't now, like, it, well, now you think of NBA, you think if it's like a big juggernaut worth of entertainment. There were in the 70s. I don't know. Didn't really catch on until... My whole life, it seems like the NBA's been a big juggernaut. Because I remember when the Palace of Auburn Hills was built. Oh, okay. What was 75 like? I wasn't born then. Okay. So, (laughs) I don't... It makes no sense to me because I don't remember... It is weird to think it's not that old. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Although, none of the sports really are. Like, what Super Bowl were we on? And Yeah, baseball baseball is, but... Baseball and boxing are too old. Well, that was like the other... What was it? The other day, it was Joe Namath or something... And it was on TV, and I was like, he hasn't played in a while. And I was like, when did he play? And it was like Super Bowl six or something. I was like, what? <laughs> Wasn't that in the 1800s or something? <laughs> and we're on, like, Super Bowl 30s? Yeah. 40? No, because sports are relatively new when you think about it like that. Except, you know, like well, franchises. And, yeah, things. franchise. Because even, like, football, when it first started, wasn't NFL football. Well, t- I think TV made it explode more, like radio and being there, obviously. But mm-hmm. then once TV caught on. It's kind of all this stuff got better. Like basketball, when you hear somebody talk about it, it's not as much fun as watching people go. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Same thing with hockey, which yeah. is basically the same sport. Which maybe is why uh, baseball's been around longer because it's, it's kind of slow, so you can yeah. describe yeah. what's More happening time. a lot better. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they had big time stars: Babe Ruth, mm-hmm. Ty Cobb, uh-huh. Mickey Mantle. Go mm-hmm. back and hear our episode on sixty-one. That was on TV though. All right. I want to go back so, you just, back you to can't keep movie. shushing me when I'm supposed to be talking. <laughs> I want them to watch 61. I want everyone to watch that movie. It's great. Barry Pepper is the man. Right. Um, Half hour in now. Still in the opening game. <laughs> no, we're not. We're back from the league meeting, and Jackie oh. meets with the team to tell them about their sh- getting their shot in the NBA, and they are really discouraged because they're like, dude, we are never yeah. like, like, no, no way. We fucking suck. <laughs> and he is like, no. I got a plan. I'm going to help us out. I traded our washing machine for Mox, who is apparently... He a football player from Varsity Blues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yes, he is. But he no. was in the Mox. NBA. Well, it's Monix. It's Mon. It's M-O-N-I-X. Man- I keep wanting to say Manx, but it's not an A. It's an no. O. They like... It's Monix. Mox. Well, it's not Mox. Uh, he was in the NBA as a championship he was in the, ring. He was on the Celtics, and he but they won the NBA championship. But now he's old, <laughs> and he was apparently playing with uh, Kentucky, the Spurs. No, I don't know what team was in Kentucky. No, but. I can't remember. They were they were saying like I. It was, they said they traded him from a team. Yeah, I can't remember which because, one. Uh, but it was in Kentucky because when the dude was his wearing his Kentucky jersey, shirt, it yeah. said Kentucky on the front. Whatever it was. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. It's probably he traded him for a washing machine. machine. And this dude is <laughs> is aging out, and he has a bum And knee. everybody <laughs> on the tropics hate him 
because he plays dirty, apparently, and he He's broke Twiggy's collarbone twice. That's Woody Harrelson. He's hit yes. all and of them is... in the face at some point or other. And he has an interesting wig. <laughs> yes. As does 90% of this movie. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Andre 2000. That's got to be real. Uh-huh. That's probably his real hair. Maybe. But Tony <laughs> wanted to know if he played the if he was the one playing the basketball. If he's that good, we don't know. It's not yeah. in the trivia. Because <laughs> everyone else, they cut away, but Andre's playing. I was like, hey, maybe he's pretty good. Well, they can, they can, other they can sit cut. there and be like, all right, we're going to keep going until you make this shot. Right, right. Yeah. Everybody's pretty much the same level. Yeah. It um, really helps if I'm like, I'm going to go this way, you go that way. Yeah, yeah. And I look like Michael Jordan. Yeah. I mean, certainly seems like he's got ups, making all those alley-oops. Spoiler alert. <laughs> all right, so um, then we go to... So the team isn't really excited about this trade, but it is what it is. But they have one rule on this team. Everybody love everybody. everybody. E-L-E. E-L-E. <laughs> the, what the world needs now is a little E-L-E. Hmm. So we hear about the one rule, and then Jackie tells Monix... Um, if you see a what is it? If you, you see, see a possum, possum kill it. It's not a pet. And I was like, put it outside. We need them. <laughs> they eat ticks. Yes, they do. Put them outside. Don't kill it. <laughs> but Uh-oh. there's my soapbox for this episode. <laughs> Some of them want to let Carly know that the possum that was in that stadium is dead now. Oh, there wasn't a real possum. Somebody if, took it home. It was a pet. If there was one in '75, it's dead now. That's true. But this movie is made in 2000. I don't know. Made but in they don't live 40 years. I don't know how they, long they live. But. I don't know. It's not. Road Wait, counts. Google, how long do possums <laughs> live? No, Elaine, you keep oh. reading. It depends on what highway they live next to. Yeah. Oh, that's not very nice. And possums are very nice animals. They just kind of look I don't have anything ugly. against them. I'm just saying. Anyway, they, so then we get an the front, episode. On the front lawn not too long ago. When I came went out to work and he was just fucking sitting there. He looked at me, I looked at him, and he walked away. <laughs> like, it was nothing. He's got possum shit to do. All we right. did a quick uh, <laughs> episode of Tropics Wheatley. Wheat, Weekly. Wheat, Wheatley? Words are hard. Wheatley. They talk about bread. Um, with Lou and Dick. <laughs> Our favorite announce team. They put Dick Pepper on the bread? Yeah, and then we meet Lynn and Kyle. Two to four years. Yeah, well, so Depending on whether they're in captivity or... Possums only live two to four years, <laughs> and they get hit by cars hourly? That's <laughs> fucked up. There must be a lot of them. That sucks. Maybe Sorry. they breed like rabbits. No, like possums. Rabbits don't. <laughs> rabbits don't breed that bad. Anyways, um, so then we see Lynn and Kyle... And Kyle is all excited. Kyle is Lynn's boyfriend, and he's all excited that they're, that Monix is back. At Loved the, him in Hot Tub Time Machine, by the, the way. The um, mm-hmm. Tropics, because it's his favorite player. Hot Tub Time and Machine. And then Monix yeah. shows up, and we find Hot out that him and Lynn have a history. They used to be an and item. And they used to be an item. And he's trying get, to get back together, and her boyfriend Kyle seems to be a bit oblivious. <laughs> no, I think he's supportive. And he doesn't seem <laughs> you know, care at this that much point, anyway. At this point, he's just kind of oblivious to the fact that Monix is trying to steal his girlfriend. He's just excited that his girlfriend seems to know him. This is like his basketball hero. Yes. Yeah. His favorite player. All right, so Imagine then... LeBron James comes to your house, you're like, Hey, man, <laughs> what are you doing here at night, seeing your ex-girlfriend? Then we go to poker night. With Jackie and his buddies. Ooh, this is the JT scene, huh? Yeah, there's some jive turkey talk. Oh, hey, Ooh. hey. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, uh, you were never a nom, you jive turkey. <laughs> Did you just call me a jive turkey? No, I called you a cocksucker. Cocksucker. 
Which is really funny. So when I was little, my mom, whenever, when we were little kids and we would lie, mm-hmm. but not like the kind of lie that would piss your parents off, but the kind of lie that makes them kind of smile. Like, I Did didn't you? eat the cookie. Yes. <laughs> my mom would call us a jive turkey. Okay. Your mom I'm would call you a jive turkey. <laughs> <laughs> my, mom would, my mom would call us a cocksucker. <laughs> you put those cookies down, you cocksucker. <laughs> no, which is so. I was like, this can go one of two like, ways. So whenever we were, when we were little, so we would lie. And my job. mom obviously knew we were lying, but you know, she would call us jive turkeys. And I call people honkies all the time. <laughs> Do you but, speak jive? No. But so I always just thought jive, I mean, jive turkey is obviously what you call someone you think is lying, but I always just, That's I remember best. this word very fondly. I looked it up in the Urban Dictionary. To me, is this is just kind of a loving sort of a thing. <laughs> That's not how it is in this show. But this That's movie. not how it is in this movie, which makes me wonder. It's very insulting. Context. <laughs> Context. context is very yeah. funny but I love the job turkey in the mid 70s man you recall the job turkey that was some but Lou that. gets so mad he pulls a gun <laughs> revolver which apparently it's not loaded he claims and he, it's a joke and he's like it's not loaded I never load it and they all take turns By shooting way, and then they play <laughs> a funny joke well, this, was, this was very tense for me because I don't I, I hate when people point guns at people in movies as a joke and stuff I'm always like and then they ever started, since that Brandon Lee thing yeah <laughs> and then they started, because they thought it was all unloaded, they started shooting it at each other and pulling the trigger mm-hmm. and pulling the trigger. Jackie Moon po- pointed at his... His dome his, piece. His, his, no, his... At his junk. His, his penis. <laughs> his pink tube. His tally whacker. <laughs> he almost uh-huh. whacked and his he almost tally whacker. Oh. If he'd have pulled that trigger and the bullet came out, it would have came out the strata chocolata. Damn. Every time they pulled the trigger, I was like... <laughs> yeah. Because this but is then, the kind of movie where they would just blow one of their brains out. Which... It is, but then Jackie throws it back on the table, which causes it to go off and shoot his buddy Cornelius. Tim Meadows in the cast. This is his only arm. scene. Yeah, yeah, he's only in this one scene. It yeah, doesn't really make any sense. You get the feeling he was, he was just walking by when he was at the end that or he was and be out. at the last game and try to be on the team. <laughs> but no, no, he never comes back. No, or you would. In my thought, mind, he just showed up one day and they're like, "Want to be in the movie?" Mm-hmm. That was it. Or maybe he would be in the audience, like, with the nacho guy. Yeah. yeah. No, he was busy. He only had to be here this one day. <laughs> Weren't you listening? He yeah. showed up, and they're like, want to be in the movie. And he said, sure. And this was all he had time for. Mm-hmm. But oh. anyway. So, uh, but yeah, so that's that scene. Then we're, that scene. then we're on the bus. And uh, the guys all want to see Monks' championship ring. They're all, he's very impressive. He keeps it on a puka necklace. But Clarence... Well, we find out later Lynn says she made him that necklace. So that's why he gets it back. But it disappears. <laughs> he gets the ring back. Yeah, because he gets the ring back. I'd be like, can I get the necklace it's back? Because I'm still seeing that Clarence is my Clarence probably threw that out because he's like, yeah. what the fuck do I need a puka shell necklace for? True. I'm not a white weirdo. True. <laughs> With did a bad toupee. Did you hear that uh, story about, I don't know which football player it was, but he went to meet um, Putin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Russian. I know who Putin mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of he, went, he went and met, he met him. And he was like, hey, that's a, that's a cool ring. He goes, yeah, it's my Super Bowl ring. He goes, can I see it? He's like, yeah, it's, thanks. Walked away. Ah! And uh, then he went after security. He's like, where are you going, brother? So he just has a Super Bowl ring that he took from a player's finger <laughs> I would in never, Russia. I would never give Putin my right. Super Bowl yeah. ring. Well, well, because it's Russia, it's not theft if it's Putin. Right. Well, exactly. the long and the short of it is if Putin looks at it and you're in Mother Russia, that's yeah. not yours anymore. Yeah, exactly. But it was just a crazy story. All right. And then he rode on horseback bare-chested. The no. Um, it's a nice ring. Can I see that? That's mine. All right. Anyways, so Clarence calls him out as... Like, I don't even know why you care about that ring because you rode the bench for all of the playoffs. Like, you don't deserve that. Mm. 
and uh, you were on the team, but you didn't play, so you didn't earn it. Yeah. Yep. So then Jackie comes back. Yes, have a ring. from the front of the bus. I have a ring. It says love. Everybody love everybody. We got 12 hours to go. Or 11 hours to go. Jesus Christ, that bus looked like shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that thing, was a great, it was a great <laughs> subtle sound effects to sound effects of sound effect of the bus motor too. While they, every time the bus was on scene, they would have this motor sound that sounded like it was just an inch away from breaking down. These guys live in flame. They could fix a truck. Then we get the tropics versus the spirits. And Jackie gets into it with uh, Father Pat. Doesn't he say he'll murder him? Yeah. yeah. I'll murder your whole family. I'll burn down your house. Yeah. So Father Pat kicks him off and, um, or kicks he him out. He him from the game. And they're fighting. And then Jackie said something about his mother and about his mother being in heaven. And Father Pat goes, maybe your mother didn't go to heaven. And then that's when Jackie took the whole team off the court. Now, Jackie already told the team that they have to get fourth place. Yeah. So they have to start winning. Hey, but look, instead, cross the line. Instead, I, he, said I, help. he says, we're leaving. And he takes the team and leaves. <laughs> and then and Lou gets up, too. And then Dick is still there announcing. And Father Pat says, thanks for saying, Dick. And Dick signs off and walks out, too. <laughs> well, if a priest tells you your like, mother's in hell, that's pretty bad. And he's like, come on. I didn't mean it. And then Dick's he like, he's over the line, Father Pat. <laughs> and he goes, we go to the same church. And he looks back, not anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. All the Father Pat stuff is so good. We know who um, character is. He's not my favorite character, but Trish. I really love him. Favorite tertiary object? I had a hard time picking a favorite character. We'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but, so then, the commissioner contacts Jackie about a new merger rule. And they now have to have average 2,000 fans for every home game. So, Jackie is upset. Because he <laughs> is like... Because he has like... 20 fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're loyal. Because they keep saying that. They're like, look, we have to do this in front of all these people. And then they show, and it's like, there might be like 40 people there in these giant stands anywhere. It was just hilarious when they said that. But uh, Jackie is a great promoter, so he is going to get some butts and some seats. He is a good promoter. Is he, though? I mean, he, so he's pretty good at it. They're, they're next to come to the game. It's ridiculous how he, he does it. But he will kill himself in the process. But or he, you. He gets people in the game. Well, okay, so their next game is the week. So I guess there's one ABA game on TV every week, like a spotlight weekly game. You know. Well, I'm sure there's more than one game on, but no local. Oh, you mean like world uh, nationwide? Yeah, okay. like you know how like um, the Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Yes, yeah. it seems like they're the game of the week, like middle of the week, and um, so he's got a plan to make them look good on TV, well, yeah, and that? his plan is eyeliner, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm still confused. And about. Tony said. Does Elaine like this movie because eyeliner is their secret weapon? Because <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty amazing. If they're wearing it, it's not eyeliner, it's guyliner. That's true. Guy-liner, no, yes. but it still confuses me why he thought this would be a st- secret weapon because he never really explains it. Well, it does throw them for a loop at first. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just but, st- and it will highlight their eyes on TV and then make them look scary as it runs. But <laughs> it's how they clear play the be on game. TV, though. This is 1970s TV. We're not looking at 4K. <laughs> And so, you're also your TV screens are like, what, 10 yeah. by 10? The they're, biggest? they're playing the game, and they seem to be doing well and freaking everybody out. But it might just because be because not that they're wearing eyeliner, but because they keep gesturing to their eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. Like, at one point, Twiggy, like, runs by the audience with his eyes as wide open as he can get them pointing at him like a crazy person. <laughs> which maybe would be off-putting. 
But then Yeah, I'd never do that. They're getting sweaty and their eyeliner's starting to run. <laughs> and Jackie and Jackie Ron yells, Did they test this on animals or was that just a lie? <laughs> <laughs> Feels like I got cat piss in my eye. Which Welcome made back me to laugh the podcast cat piss. So yeah. hard. But when he like the animal testing thing, like most people now, most companies are cruelty free and it's a big movement in the makeup community to ha- to be cruelty yes. free. But the Not fact the that <laughs> but this animal testing joke makes me laugh so fucking hard. Well, back then, no one cared about animals. It was the seventies. Also, there might have been like two brands of this. And I don't, and I don't think they it did test that on animals because. And John asked me if it hurt when you get eyeliner in your eye. I've and worn eyeliner. And mm-hmm. I said no. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. But, but maybe 1970s. You've never worn 1970s. It doesn't feel like I got cat piss in my eye. All right. Well, first of all, call your mother and be like, Ma, don't be a jive turkey. Tell me the truth. <laughs> you get makeup in your eyes. Sometimes it makes your vision a little cloudy. And sometimes it can be a little irritating. But And glitter, if you get glitter in your eye, that's ho-dust. really bad. We call that ho-dust. No. Ho-dust. Gl- glitter can scratch your cornea and cause severe eye trauma, like permanent damage, which no. is why glitter is not eye safe. Don't put glitters on your eyeballs, people. So don't be motorboating nobody with, with glitter, guys. Yeah, that is a good safety tip. Um, <laughs> then, fellas, no motorboating. And uh, then they they're looking like they're gonna get in a fight. And Jackie's like, no, no, we can't. The commissioner is watching. And Monks is on TV. And Penix goes commercial break. And Jackie goes timeout. <laughs> they had a timeout. They go to commercial and then. Instead of everybody love body, Jackie yells, "Everybody hit somebody!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and the fight is on. And then, they and come if it's one thing that Will Ferrell does good in movies is um, fake fight. Um, no gang fight scenes. Because <laughs> Anchorman said, had one of the best ones. Yeah. Yes, it did. <laughs> and then, as soon as they say the commercial breaks ending. Everybody nope, nope. separates <laughs> and goes back. Although like, Monica does get in one more elbow to the back. <laughs> All right, so then it's halftime, and they go to the locker room, and Monix is pissed about the game because Jackie is celebrating their team-building fight. Like, every practice, taekwondo. <laughs> And he's like, how about we do some plays? Yeah. How about we play basketball? I'm not really an X's and O kind of guy. And Clarence, <laughs> Clarence is like, why the fuck do, should we listen to you? You know, you're not... You're just old, has been washed up. You're not nothing, and starts pissing and he off. Gives some shit about his ring again. So then he takes his ring off and he gives it to Clarence. So he and throws he, it at him, and he's like, "That's the closest you're ever going to get to he the." He says, "This is a reminder of something that you're never going to get." He throws it at him because yeah. you probably don't even know how to really play basketball. You're the best person on this team where we're not playing basketball. <laughs> and he gets so pissed off, he leaves. He checks out. It's only halftime. He says, "F this on mobile," and he goes outside. And he kicks a car window, and it turns <laughs> out to be shatters. Yeah, which well. the car that he kicks turns out to be a cop car, and yeah. he goes to jail. He probably Dang got beat up a little bit first. And uh, Lynn comes to bail him out, which he's lucky she came to bail him out, which she obviously still loves him, or she would not have done. Um, and then Lynn Drain. Yeah, depending on who calls me in the middle of the night, I'm not bailing him out. Then he at, <laughs> like, he, who is this? She no. seems to be some sort of nurse of some kind. They never really talk about it, but he begs her to drain his knee. No, he says, no one drains it like you do, baby. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then, and, then, <laughs> and then John whispered that in my ear and gave me, like, the eyebrows, and I said, that's disgusting. <laughs> And that, um, that was just for you, dude. You know what to tell I'm you telling know. everybody. No, you know what? This everybody. Is, yeah, no secrets. Ben just went. <laughs> <laughs> I think Audra did. 
<laughs> Ken laughed though. Ken thought it was funny. I'm sure Ken did. Maybe Ken will do this dog. Ken, do the joke. Do the joke, Ken. <laughs> but don't tell us about it. We don't need to know. <laughs> Audra might send me a text. All right. <laughs> Anyways, so. Uh, Aaron gave it a shot. Lynn agrees. They go to the back of the locker room and she uh, drains his knee and he gives a very has F ass apology about cheating on her. <laughs> she said, You cheated on me twice. And he goes, No, I cheated on you once. There were just two women there. <laughs> and I agree with him that that is only cheating once. Because <laughs> it was one instance. It doesn't matter how many people were there. Um, I agree. <laughs> survey says. I, I hope I never have to be in the position but no, to question would, that. <laughs> would that count as one instance of cheating or two? In your heart of hearts. What say you, Carly? I'm probably one, but if it really happened, go. I don't know if I would still feel that way. It doesn't really matter. No. All right. Tony, one or two. I'll go with one since everyone else does. I don't, it's okay. You, feel. It's you okay. don't have to go well, with the I group. Well, I have to think about it. We'll give it some thought. Let us know at the end of the podcast. But uh, she says to him, you want to know why things didn't work out between us? And she tells him, you hate yourself so much it's impossible to love you. So, And uh, then he starts uh, getting up on her, trying to get a little something-something going on. Oh, but B.B. Clarence and Twiggy come in and clock back it. And cock block Words him. Are hard. Although at this point, she did like get up and walk away from him. Like I don't mm-hmm. think she's going for it at this point. I don't. I gave him fifty fifty. <laughs> but they cock block him, and she leaves. And then they ask him to be their coach. And uh, he's like, "But Jackie's the coach, and he's not going to let me." And Clarence says, "I'll take care of Jackie," but he doesn't <laughs> because the next day at practice. Jackie is having them practice a musical number in costume. And uh, Monix comes in, and Jackie's like, oh, great, we got a costume for you. And he's like, no, I'm not here to participate in your Christmas pageant. I am here to coach, to work some plays, to do some real basketball. And Jackie's like, what? And then Clarence is like, well, me and the guys thought, you know, we might like to learn some actual basketball. And Jackie's like, mutiny. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. Uh, but he gets over it because uh, they talk him down. They talk him flatter him a bunch. Well, because Mark Mannix is going to be the offensive and defensive coordinator, and Jackie's going to be the promoter and head coach. Yeah, and nobody promotes like Jackie. Nobody. So he's the best promoter in the league. Top three at least. Top three. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they got to get butts in those seats. <laughs> but so Monix starts uh, teaching them the fundamentals of basketball. And uh, they run... They one play. One play. The puke. puke. All day. All yep. day. We're going to run this until you puke. And everybody pukes, except, except for Jackie, who's never puked before. Now, funny about Will Ferrell is, you mm-hmm. know, the scar he's got in his stomach? Mm-hmm. That was a surgery from when he was a baby because he threw up too much. Yikes. <laughs> but uh, this character, Jackie Moon, has never thrown up ever in his entire life, not even as a baby. So Monix punches him in the jejunum. You ever been punched in the jejunum? No. I don't ever want to be punched in the jejunum. So, I don't even know if the jejunum is a real body part. <laughs> so the best part is I that assume that it's a real thing, but I don't know. I'm pretty sure So when is. he hits him, uh, Jackie looks like he's going to throw up, and he's like, yep, go ahead, let that out. Come on, give it to me, let it out. And then he runs at Monix, and he's like, no, hold that in, hold that in. Don't <laughs> you like let that go. following him around when his eyes are about to hurl things. And, and now he's like, over. please don't make us watch him throw up on All him. Please don't make him. us watch him. Yeah, we don't really see it. <laughs> yeah, which is good. And they cut away, and he was like, oh, okay, whew. <laughs> well, it's like he didn't love him sexy. Mm. Or lick him. <laughs> All right. So next, uh, we get the Travers versus the Nets again. 
and uh, the tropics are playing much much better much in fact they're winning whoa but it's free corn dog night if they score more 125 points everybody in their stadium gets a free corn dog and they're up by seven they have 124 points and jackie's like could we could we just like coast it out we'll just play some defense and Monix is like, no, man, we're here to win. And Jackie's like, we don't got no corn dogs. We get to 125. We have to, I have to give everybody a corn dog. I don't have any corn dogs. <laughs> That's a lot. Jackie's promoting style is fast and loose. <laughs> and with expensive. The truth. Yeah. But so Monix is like, no, we're playing to win. And they go back and Jackie is bound and determined to not let them get another basket. So he... Is blocking everybody's shots and doing everything he can to just keep the score what it is. But Vladkis. No, Vakitis. Vakitis, sorry. The Russian. Vodkis. Vodkis, sorry. From Lithuania. Whatever. I can't remember. I can't remember. I just remember him saying at the beginning, he's from a strange place called Lithuania. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Vakitis, the Lithuanian, speaks no English, so he has no idea that if he makes the basket, that is free corn tonight. Jackie says, Vakaitis, learn some fucking English. <laughs> <laughs> but Vakaitis um, makes the shot. Makes the shot. And then it's free corn dogs for everyone. And they say, Ooh, Jackie Moon's doing a victory lap. Right, right out the door. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are no corn dogs. Which you got to think what happened when there was no corn dogs. Right, look, they don't show it. And here's my thing if I'm mm-hmm. at a basketball game, like if we get 125 points, everybody gets a free corn dog. I'm going home anyway. I don't want to have to uh, wait yeah. in line now for a corn dog. Yeah, you know yeah. it would take to make 40,000 like corn dogs? <laughs> I don't like corn dogs. You couldn't pay me to eat a corn dog, let alone get me to eat one for, for free. I like corn dogs. I, I don't. Do. Oh, I love me some corn dogs. Tony's like, all right, Carl, are you, you a dorkfish? in line because I'm No, yours. that's right. You're still fish. You're still fish. I love me a corn dog. I was here and said, what's your corn dog doing in the ocean? A little bit of ball for you. <laughs> I love that fucking corn dog dorkfish bit. It's so dumb. And I also like corn dogs. So does the boy. I know. I don't though. You and the boy can have all of the corn dogs. I know dogs. we put corn dogs in them, we know they're gonna be there. <laughs> yeah. Until that little fucker eats them all. You get a you get a box of twelve. You have one, you come back, they're gone. <laughs> it's been a, a day and a half. Damn. We have a teenage boy, he likes corn dogs. <laughs> Loves corn dogs, you might say. Yeah, he eats much. eleven of them in a day. It's... If he likes something, he'll eat it all. Yeah. He thought I bought him a bag of chips, and he ate like the whole bag in a day. The whole fucking bag in a day. He was one of those family size fuckers. (laughs) And John came in the next day, and there was like two inches of chips left. (laughs) But then he left that two inches of chips for a week. He didn't touch it. (laughs) Well, he didn't want anymore. (laughs) Or he didn't want to be the one who finished the chips. Well, I bought the chips for him so he can finish them all he wants. Anyways, back on topic to the tropics. Topic to the tropics. We get a little... We, we, the are tropics we are slowly climbing higher and higher in yeah, the they rankings. Are. They're getting better. And then we see... Monix goes to see Lynn. And he... She's taking out the trash and he proposes. He wants to marry her. He's like, let's do this. Let It'll be just like it was before, but better. See, more more the fact up. that... A, you live here with your boyfriend. Yeah. B, um, we haven't even gone on a date <laughs> we're not seeing each other well, i'm just gonna show up and say marry me well I, you did bail me out of jail <laughs> i think if you previously dated you could skip uh, i mean dating you don't have to go out on that first date because you've already been there. but, yeah, but you might want to go out on who cheated on me and we broke up showed up and proposed to me i'd be like where the fuck is this coming from <laughs> i mean you should maybe at least get her to break up with her current boyfriend before you propose yeah you know maybe that's, that's a good well, so thing anyways so then I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had a oh. boyfriend once in high school. 
who called me when we were like 20. Whoa. He had moved back to Florida. Called me when we were like 20 to see if he came back here, if I would be willing to give us another chance. <laughs> and you were like, who? And I was like, I'm not single. Like, it's <laughs> and I never heard from him again. <laughs> but did he but move, did to he, me, wait. that's how out of the blue this would be. <laughs> but did he move back? I have no idea. I never he heard didn't. Him it's again. your fault. Probably not. It's all because of Carly. Now he's stuck in Florida. Yeah. He's from Miami. He's back in Miami. Uh, we don't know. He could be anywhere. Yeah, he could have followed some girl to Ohio at this point. Maybe he did. Indiana, maybe he's, maybe there was a list and I said no and he went to the next one. <laughs> he could have moved to Lithuania. Maybe. And cold, so Kyle pops up. Hey, Kyle. And, and he's wearing what? A Monix jersey. Yeah, he is. He goes, look, I'm you. And it's Kentucky, right? And Monix asks him to go get him some Bengay. But he needs not one of the small ones. He needs one of the big tubes. From that place out on Route 140 or whatever. And this guy's so fucking stupid. He's like, okay, I'm going to leave you here at home alone with my girlfriend. All right. Your ex. So then, so that makes does her he what? realize that they're exes? Because in yeah, the he beginning, knows. he's like, he's got to know. He what knows. would bring him here? <laughs> yeah, he knows. He, I'm sure of, he knows they used to date because it's his favorite player. Right. I'm sure she and would have I'm mentioned sure at some up. point. <laughs> but, so he goes to get the Bengay, and they end up in the, in the house. <laughs> Sorry. Now, we see <laughs> him come back because he forgot his wallet. And he walks in, and they are fucking on the couch. how long has he been gone? Did not he long. get all the way there and realize he didn't have his wallet? No, I bet he got you know not too far because... Yeah. He it did not take there. them long to get going on the hibbity-dibbity here. <laughs> I don't know. We, we don't know. It could have been 20 minutes. It could have been 10. Yeah. But yeah. he noticed he forgot his wallet. He came back in. And he sees them getting down. They don't notice him. And then this is the grossest thing in this movie. He decides to watch. No, and not just watch. He, he, and, he's turned on by He this. decides to watch and take out his little soldier and have some fun. He, so he's going to rough up the suspect. He is going to rough up the suspect. And so they catch him. Oh, love that one. Because <laughs> it's a great one. So Lynn turns her head and sees him and is like, Kyle, what the hell? And he's like, what? He's like, you don't have to She's stop. mad I'm at enjoying him. this. <laughs> She's mad at him for roughing up his suspect to them fucking. Where she's cheating on him. She's cheating on him. I know. There's some... There's Monix, a whole lot of wrong. gets mad at him too and leaves because he can't he's believe like, it. Hey, so it's not okay. <laughs> because if they Kyle's like, no man is okay. Kyle's character to be some dumb weirdo, then we would all be like, "How dare you guys?" But we just like are like, whatever. They slept together. <laughs> well, you know, like honestly, if it doesn't bother Kyle, I don't think that anybody else has a right to be mad about it. <laughs> yeah, much like the Hulk, I'll give you that one. And obviously, he just really wants to watch it, so. Mm-hmm. You know. people are into that. You ever, you know, mm-hmm. some people, there's people into weird shit. Cuckold fantasies. Anyways, but I think cuckolded. he's, I think he's only okay with it if it's Monix. <laughs> Just saying. But anyway, so. Uh, I don't think I could ever do that. But like, I'd like to see you bang the wife. We see. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's like, not me personally. Just a dude. <laughs> Just some random dude like, I'd like to see it. <laughs> Sit in the corner. You're my favorite basketball player. You're my favorite basketball player. I don't want to Don't mind me. <laughs> I don't want to have sex with your favorite basketball player. I don't have a favorite basketball I'm not much for basketball You don't player. have a favorite basketball player? No. There's not one you even mildly like? No. Okay, wait a minute. You There's a few that I couldn't even name. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kevin McHale. 
the hell is that? He was the other guy who played on Larry Bird's team. Oh. Well, okay. Larry Bird. <laughs> Everybody knows Larry Bird. Kevin McHale was the other white guy. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. He was also on Cheers. So look out for that episode, Tony. Oh, okay, I will. I don't know. The basketball player I know the best is Bill Lambeer. Because he really? Li- That's your most... Because he lived on the same lake as my grandparents. Really? <laughs> Michael Jordan. Everybody knows Michael Jordan. I thought you guys were going to talk about current basketball <laughs> players. <laughs> um, if- Steph Curry. Yeah, uh, Kyrie. What's his name? I don't know his first name. <laughs> That's Cross's favorite bas- basketball player. Somebody Kyrie. Okay. Because we bought him shoes. Um, and they're in his gym locker in school still oh <laughs> well when we left nobody knew that we weren't going back yeah. <laughs> thursday their thursday's today's the, the juniors good. came over oh, supplies back and pick up their stuff hey can we talk about the movie <laughs> if you I would stop talking about other stuff that, though because my students don't bring oh, stuff to go. school <laughs> yeah, well it's in cross's gym locker with his disgusting gym clothes have been sitting there for two months Oh, we're gonna I throw bet they those got out. some stank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We go, don't bring those home. You yeah. can't throw those out. We're gonna, there's some stank on them. They, sure. They're going to be stank on them. They're going to be funky like a monkey. We, we ain't going to bring those back in the house. For the next three months. No, we're going to throw them some bitches right out. <laughs> All right, so anyways, we get to the next game, and Jackie, as a promotion this time, is jumping the ball girls 47 On roller skates. Feet. A ball girl. From a ramp. And I'm looking I, like, I would never do that. And he's not even wearing a helmet or knee pads. I and like, he's, he's going to hurt himself. Not only that, but that last ball girl, because he goes, yeah. he looks and, like he's going to make it, and, and no, he like lands the on the last ball girl. And miraculously, they're fine. They that did like not look fine. They roll together. Yeah. Well, it's a movie, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had big things in front of her, so I'm sure she was cushy <laughs> to land on. But he's a big dude. Right so. girl, right girl. Yes. Good future. Talented. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Man, that is scary. But uh, Bobby comes down and uh, says that the commissioner is coming to visit. The commish. So he loves the commissioner. Position. Jackie's like, I got to get this place packed. Out. We we got to get this place we packed. Can't, we can't act like we packed it we out. We can't like fake last. it. Yeah. <laughs> Put everybody on that side. So Jackie goes on to Tropics Weekly. And they ask him if he has any strategy for the upcoming His, game. And he says, I'm going to wrestle a bear. Now, tell us that story the about the wrestling bell. bear. He says it's after the game, right? After the game, yeah. I'm going to wrestle, wrestle a bear. bear. Which gets them in, makes them watch the game. And they, it is a packed house. And we don't see the game itself, but we see the aftermath where there's a ring where Jackie is going to wrestle Dewey. How often do you get to see a bear maul someone live? All right, now this is not as funny as it would seem. No. Because the stuntman that doubled for Will Ferrell was killed by this bear. Seriously? Wow. Not, not it was, after filming of this movie, the stunt the stuntman was doing promotions for his bear thing, thing that he does, his bear... That he runs where the bear killed, yeah, so. and the killed, bear killed him, him wow. and, another, and guy. another dude. Wow, kill both of them. Yeah, so, so I assume um, the bear's dead. I they didn't assume. say, but the bear's dead. Carl. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. But they had but he also, had some kind of bear business where he would train bears for things or whatever, and wow. in doing promotionals, the doing promotional shots, this bear killed him and another and dude. Think about the bear killing people is unbearable. But also. No. The idea of training animals yeah. in this way and having them do fight. the fight yeah. is out. Like, people don't do this anymore anyway. So well, they still if, train animals. Even if the dude was still alive, people would still cringe at this scene where he's, like, hitting on the bear. And you know that they use this trained animal. Because, like, yes. this is why we don't have the circus anymore. Because people don't like this anymore. Yeah. 
So I, uh, without knowing that, I cringed a little bit. You know why people when don't he's like it anymore? Trying to punch at the bear and stuff. I was like, I don't want to watch this. They think it's cruel to because animals. someone said it's cruel, and I was like, yeah. But it's not. But until they know it, it didn't occur to anybody. <laughs> but it's not cruel to the bear, fun. and these animals in captivity that are trained for this are more, most times treated way better than they would ever be in the wild oh, yeah. because they have medical care and they have food and. Yeah, they don't have the space, which is what the big issue is always. They don't have space to run around. They need more space than this, but not really because generally they need space for hunting grounds and mating purposes. But if all of their needs are being provided for, they probably don't need that much space. I read something about that. How it was um, so, SeaWorld and the animals in SeaWorld, they have like the best life ever. Like if you have a choice, if you were a killer whale, if you're Shamu, you want to go there. Except for... I think it was, except for the ones in Japan, because I want to say it was Japan or China. They routinely get eaten? No, something happened, and they find, I don't know exactly what happened, but they find the SeaWorld or whatever in China or Japan, I forget which one, and they said, cool, we quit, and they all just left. All the, all the whales? And they just left. All the people that worked oh. there. They, they just left, and they left. left and they just left all the animals there. So they had all these people <laughs> trying to save. No, doorback crawl. Well, Someone let all the animals I would say that I would say that in Don't general, that. people sorry. get very <laughs> upset about animals in captivity. But not all the time, but a lot of times. But we sent a SEAL team over in, there to <laughs> save all the animals. Was it headed by Officer Sapir? We did not. Um, <laughs> but so anyways... It's not quite as funny as it seems, although this is very funny. That's in the, crazy. I didn't know it's that. It's funny in the movie because That's, it goes... It's amazing they didn't cut it out. It, you, know, you think they would, but... Well, I, I'm This is sure the old and golden days, man. Well, we know what happened after this movie, but we don't know how... It could have been a couple years after it came oh, out. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, Like, yeah. they don't exactly say when it was. They just are very specific that it was not in yeah, this movie. Okay, it could have been any time. But the guy... Yeah, I mean, he was today. killed, but yeah. I mean, he played the stud double probably because he was the actual bear handler. Gotcha, That's which would crazy. make sense. But anyways, crazy it goes trivia. horribly awry, wary, and the Dewey the bear gets escapes and runs rampant through the Coliseum. Just as the commissioner is walking in, all of the people are running out in terror. And Jackie but the was- reason why I said. It's after the game, right? It's because yeah. he's like, you will not get a refund. Well, you sat here and watched the whole game. Of course you're not getting a yeah. refund. Your refund will be getting out of here with your lives. If this happened use, before the game, I could understand that. But it happened he after. He also says, use children as human shields. <laughs> yeah, well. They like the meat tender. That's not my favorite one. My favorite one is he says, cover up your soda. Do we like sugar? <laughs> <laughs> and this is 1970s you know, soda. It's not as sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's amazing when you see things like that, like the sugar content of things back then to now. Yeah. Like that sort of thing when McDonald's opened, uh, when you order a Coke, it was like seven ounces. And now it's like 75 ounces. Oh, geez, yeah. It's like, oh, well, there you go. <clears throat> That's why there is rampant obesity in the American country. Well, take off your shoes and suck me sexy. Gross. Oh, <laughs> All right, so then the commission talks to the team. They aren't going to the NBA. And they're like, what? Even if they get fourth place. Flint just isn't a big enough market. It's not viable. They're not coming. Sorry, everybody voted. They're, you're not getting it. Which Tony said in the beginning when they said the top four teams should go. He was like, no, you don't get to yeah, decide you don't get that. To vote that. <laughs> it's not up to you. This, yeah. These are the terms. These are the so terms. So basically they like yes them. Oh, yeah, sure, but for sure. sure. The, the team has worked like, really, yeah, really yeah. hard. And they're all very disappointed that they're not going to be going hey, to Hey, guess what? Life's not fair. Hmm. So you don't get a participation medal. Jackie gets very depressed and says he's a phony. 
And then he admits to the team that he stole the song Love Me Sexy and that his mom wrote it on a napkin three weeks before she died. And I will argue that if you find a napkin that your mom wrote a song on and then she died and you then you want to claim it as your own. You inherited it. You inherited it. And I it's thought, not really I thought the deal. same thing. I was like, who cares? It... it the rights, well, to the, song the rights to the song would have been his, but he's claiming he wrote it. And yeah, he didn't write he, it. that's where it yeah. is. It's, okay. you know. Which is probably why it's a one-hit wonder, because he obviously can't write anything as great as Lick Me Sexy. <laughs> well, who can? Well, but, he says, because somebody says, maybe you could write another hit song. He's like, I can never write a song that good. And they're like, no, you couldn't. And I'm like, yeah, you could. <laughs> But uh, so he's very depressed and he apologized to everybody, but he tries to do the right thing and he trades Coffee Black Clarence, who's now going by the nickname Coffee Black. He changes his nickname three or two. Downtown Malone. A couple of times during this. Mm-hmm. But um, Coffee Black's Coffee the one that Black. seems to have stuck. It reminds me of the um, XFL where they had nicknames. Mm-hmm. Like, he hate me. <laughs> that he trades him to the Spurs. To the Spurs. So, so he that will he be in the NBA. NBA. Which is, is who they're playing against. The which is game. which is an upstanding That's thing. That's amazing. To do. But um, Coffee goes to talk to Monix and thanks him for coaching them and asks him why did he even come and play? Mm-hmm. Like he didn't care about the merger. Why was he doing all this? He was gonna retire anyway. What were you playing? Monix blows him off, but uh, he gives him his ring back and he's like, Well, I just thought you want this back anyways, dickhead. <laughs> he doesn't say dickhead, but that's the tone of voice he uses and gives him his ring back. Sure way puka nasty. But this, this reminds Monix of why he's been playing this whole time and why he let himself be traded for a washing machine. And uh, he goes to find Jackie and he finds him in a dumpster eating an old pancake. <laughs> like, <laughs> Singing about how he just... That's been there. Peed on himself. <laughs> peed on himself. And... Um, gets him motivated, gets him out of there. Monix is like, I need you to call a team meeting. I, I need you to do it. Like, like you're, we're going to be okay. And he's like, I'm going to take this pancake. He goes, no, you leave that for the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, Jackie calls, does call the team meeting. He gives a very heartfelt speech about how he loves everybody. Everybody love everybody. Well, it's a good line. Yeah, and uh, so then Monix goes up and gives a speech too. And he tells them that even if it doesn't matter, we told ourselves that we were going to make fourth place and we should go ahead and make fourth place because God damn it, we can do it. And this is the last real basketball, a game of basketball we're ever going to play. Mm-hmm. And he gets them all hyped. And Jackie, Jackie's got one last game to promote. So he goes onto the last episode of Tropics Weekly and promote. Or no, he doesn't because there's no more Tropics Weekly. He goes, he calls a press conference. That's right. <laughs> and they're asking him questions. And all he wants to talk about is. The Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. Because they're like, how are you going to beat their substance? And he's like, we're going to win the Mega Bowl. (laughs) And when we do win, we're going to fire this tank. And they're like, dude, that doesn't work. He's like, Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl. (laughs) It's a, what is it? It's a a trophy trophy. that's seven feet tall or some shit. I've seen it. But it's really funny. But it does seem to get people hyped. Because then at the last game, Tropics versus Spurs, we have a sold out crowd. And everybody is about this fucking ball. amazed. And when, so everybody's kind of nervous, but they walk out together. And then when they walk out on the court and the whole crowd is like cheering, you can see it. They all just are just amazed and touched because they've never played for a sold out crowd before. <laughs> like this is, ama- this is amazing. Even Dewey but, showed up. 
And yeah, everybody knows this game doesn't matter. Yes, it does. This is the Mega Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but the first half does goes pretty badly for the Tropics. As Lou says, it's a shit fucking sandwich, Dick. <laughs> and um, yeah, that sounds about right. And Jackie gets injured. And the Spurs captain or coach tries to put Clarence in the game, but he, he pretends. Yeah, he keeps saying he's hurt and he's not going to go in because he doesn't want to play against Max his teammates, yeah. which makes sense. But uh, so Jackie gets injured, and the team has to carry him off the court. Which because they don't, they sold the stretch. They sold yes, Jackie sold They're the stretch. Very clearly carrying a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the announcer says they do a terrible job carrying him. But uh, Clarence, when they carry Jackie off the field, Clarence the has court. Of court, <laughs> not a field. When they carry Jackie off the court, Clarence. <laughs> Feels a deep swell of emotion, and he's like, fuck this, I gotta be with my boy. He hasn't liked it the whole time. No, and he quit, and he starts walking, and they're like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to my team. And he's like, if you leave, you're never gonna play in the NBA. And he's like, I don't care, and takes off his jacket and throws it on the ground, ground and then goes back into the um, locker locker room. room. So then we see... He's having a hard time at the end here. Jackie dream, Jackie has a dream when he's unconscious. Oh, he doesn't have a dream. He dreams of his mother, his soul who is, is the wonderful Patty LaBelle. Which makes <laughs> they look alike. She forgives him for stealing her song mm-hmm. and teaches him a brand new basketball move, the alley oop, that they're that he's got, that his guys are going to win this game with. So everybody's huddled around him, giving him the smelling salts, and he wakes up, and they're like, "Oh, thank God!" And then he tells them about this alley oop, and then it's the second half, and. They fucking crush it. The alley is all over the place. <laughs> but at first, the, the first people the, don't want to allow it. Yeah. Well, the, the referee's like, foul. And you're like, for what? And he goes, you can't do that. <laughs> and then Monix is like, no, no. He didn't establish a pivot foot, so it's yeah. not traveling. He, uh, nobody touched anybody, yeah. so there was no and foul. And everyone's acting like they don't even understand and, how Yeah, it's all happens. quiet. It's like crickets. And, but Monix is like, it's legal, Father Pat. It's two points. It's two points. And then Father Pat goes, two points. And then the Spurs coach is like, what are you talking about? That's not basketball. But they just, they alley-ooped all over the place. Clarence looked like he was floating. It was beautiful. Yeah. But we do see that by the end, the Spurs have caught on. and yeah. Well, if you, if you only do the one thing. <laughs> they come down to it, the Spurs have caught on. And then they're so close to winning. And it's time to run the puke. So they do. They run the puke. The play they know. The, the <laughs> play that they know so well that they made him vomit. And Jackie gets fouled. So he goes to, for, his reba- for his foul shots, his two points. And uh, this is where we find out that Jackie shoots granny style. And this and is when John, John said, Oh I my paid, God, do I need that camera John angle. says, I paid $4 so you could look at Will Ferrell's balls. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> I was like, what's with the taint cam here? It was so long that at His some penis? point I turned away. I was like, I don't I want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> Which, just, knows how, the just once I was fine with, but we just stayed there. <laughs> Which I think is the beauty of the shot, by the way. And you think he got up that morning and was like, so what are you going to shoot today? You're, You're nuts. You're taint. In those short little basketball shorts. The fleshy fun bridge. Now they wear much longer basketball shorts. They Thank do. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
He makes the first shot, misses the second one, but Monix gets the rebound for two points, and they win by one. Flint, Michigan, Mega Bowl. Flint, Michigan, they won the Mega Bowl! And the cannon shoots, or the, not the tank, the tank, not a cannon, the tank shoots off and shoots confetti. They're covered in confetti. They bring out the trophy. It is a really big trophy. Yes, humongous. <laughs> Fourth place. Everybody's chanting, fourth place, fourth place. <laughs> they they won the Flint Michigan Mega Bowl. They got fourth place, which is a weird sentence. Spurs are so impressed that they offer Coffee Black his position back on the team. Because they can use that alley-oop. And yeah. Clarence and his mom <laughs> celebrate because he's in the NBA. And um, That's amazing. Lynn and Monix get back together in this wonderful moment. And Kyle, you see him in the stands, he's like, yes. He's very happy about it. And the commissioner comes up to Jackie and, and if says, he's happy about it, we can't bitch. You're one hell of a promoter. We could use you in the NBA. I got a new job with the NBA, and I want you to come come and work with me. And Jackie's like, that's fantastic. And then Dewey shows up and takes no, out the commissioner. Jackie was like, what about my man friend here? I didn't talk about Bobby and the whole movie. I know, but then the commissioner's like, as long as I have a job, you're... And he gets... You know? And... Uh, one more. That's the end. And then we hit on this the after credits thing. Take up your clothes and love me sexy. He goes to see uh, Dukes. Dukes and gives him twenty three hundred cash. Yeah, I want a cash. But it's yep. not ten thousand. Because it's twenty three hundred. But when I close my deal with, but he still got to get his I'll money from the NBA, so yes. he'll pay him the rest. Him but shit, I wouldn't have paid him. But Tony like, hey. was like, well, <laughs> good on him. He actually paid him some money. Yeah. <laughs> I said that debt is owed to you by the Flint Tropics, which is now owned by the NBA. You need to call them for your money. <laughs> and that's how that works. Actually, Jackie Moon's name was on the check, not the Flint Tropics. Really? Yeah, the giant check. Dumbass. He's na- he's, he he signed it in glitter. If you have a corporation, you make sure the corporation knows the money, not you. A duh. <laughs> anyway. But that is then. That is that. That okay. is. Love me sex. Semi pro. So Carly, why don't you go first? Since it's All not your birthday. Right. My favorite character was Clarence, aka Coffee Black. Nice. He's fantastic. <laughs> Sugar Duncan. My least favorite character was Vakitis. 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 Yeah. Not. Because he doesn't speak English, not really for any reason. I just, I don't understand why we, like, in Dodgeball, they have that big Russian character. Like, yeah. why is this... The standard a, trope. Why? Like, I just don't need it. Um, he doesn't really do funny. anything yeah. except for make that one shot, and they just make jokes about how he doesn't speak English. I just don't think it's necessary. Um, my favorite scene is basically from the team meeting where they find out that it doesn't matter if they are in fourth place to the team meeting where they decide they're going to try. Like all of that, what are we going to do now? Now we, it doesn't matter. Him in the dumpster. We cut to the car wash because one of the guys was like, I can't go back to that car wash. And, you know, we just see. <laughs> that was BB, I think. <laughs> okay. My favorite line is, I wish you were still a washing machine. <laughs> which is um, a pretty good one. Which Jackie Moon says to Monix after he makes him puke. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite tertiary objects, I mean, were the obvious choice, those tropical costumes that they wore. <laughs> I very much enjoyed those costumes. And I'm going to give this movie a maybe. Oh, I thought you very much enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Not as much as you thought. There were some things that made me cringe. I thought she was going to give it a nay, so I'm taking that maybe all the way to the bay. Like, she's already wrote it down. 
<laughs> oh, that is slammed in. So I, it's, it's. I'm probably not gonna watch it again. But if you enjoy a Will Ferrell comedy and you haven't checked it out, then you should. All right. I thought it was all right. <laughs> John. Hey, my favorite character is also Coffee Black mm-hmm. because uh, he's a good one. He was mm-hmm. really good in this. Entertaining. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is Kyle mm-hmm. because because he's reasons. gross. Um, my favorite scene is when they go to a commercial and everybody has a big brawl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite line is take off your shoes and suck me sexy because <laughs> it's just ridiculous it's raunchy it sure is <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object is if you look in the poker scene there are three like um paintings mm-hmm. of Jackie Moon <laughs> <laughs> and he sits between like he's centered right on the third and the one in the middle so there's two pictures of Jackie Moon on both sides of him and I love the Jackie Moon portraits okay <laughs> I will yay this movie it's not Will Ferrell's best but it's not his worst <laughs> right in the middle there but it's better than a 22% better than a 22% I would give this a, a good solid 36. You know it's higher than a 36. This is like a 47. 42. I'll take a 42. 46. <laughs> and, and a 46 and three. And three quarters. I gave this, I rated this three and a quarter stars. Three and a quarter stars. like a star search. I um, know. <laughs> when, after we run it in, when you get to rate it, I wrote it. On the voodoo. Three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Tony, I guess Tony. you're up. All right. Oh, uh, let's see. Hey. Favorite character? I like Monix. Mm-hmm. I have Woody Harrelson. I, I like him. Anyway. He's pretty good in this. Least favorite character, Kyle, and the editor, because this was one hour and thirty-one minutes. Oh, that's, oh, nothing pisses Tony off more than an extra that's minute. A fucking minute. <laughs> My favorite scene is the Russian roulette thing, because mm-hmm. that was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is uh, <laughs> when the when the ref first comes up to Moon and mm-hmm. and he's like. You're traveling, Moon. And he says, suck my cock, I'll murder your family. <laughs> A little overreaction. Because he did just stop in the middle yeah, of a basketball no. game and carry the ball to the stands <laughs> to talk to somebody. Nacho guy. <laughs> and my favorite tertiary object is a little more specific than Carly's, but it's the seahorse costume <laughs> of all of them. Yeah. Um, I'll maybe this movie. It's... It's fun, you know. It's it's there's some parts of it I'm just like, Ugh. but a lot of it, a lot of it's pretty funny. Another favorite line of mine is when they're playing pong, and he says, "Turn off that contra- contraption." You <laughs> don't hear the word contraption enough. Yeah. No, and I do like how they were playing pong, like they were like people like nowadays competitive, you know, play <laughs> like Madden or, yeah. or yeah. Halo or something. They're just yeah. they're that intent on it. It's like wow, it's a little ball and. It's funny. Mm-hmm. All right. My favorite characters are Lou and Dick, the team, the announced team of Lou and Dick. Yeah. They're great. They are pretty great. Well, I wish Will Arnett was in more stuff, like as an, a character, because he does a lot of voice work, but not as like a main character or even like as a major character. I wish he got he more a lot work. Of fantastic. My least favorite character is Kyle. He can... Yeah. He, he needs some serious help or something. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite scene is the final game the flint michigan mega bowl because it's just i mean it's fun to watch the amazement of the alley-oop and just the song changes that they keep playing it's so i just love all of the music 
so good. My uh, favorite line is from the poker game. Jackie Moon says, it's called fondue. It's a mixture of three different mm. cheeses. There's gorgonzola, Munster, and cottage. <laughs> cottage! Oh. <laughs> I know. I was like, ugh. Oh. It is not. That oh, it's so gross. Now, my favorite tertiary Any bread cheese you want. Okay, <laughs> so you that's my favorite line. Because <laughs> that's just not three things that should go together. Um, Ever. So, and my favorite object, I was going to see the say the costumes, but I'll go with my backup, which is Duke's. In the crowd at one of the games is holding a sign that says, I want my money. <laughs> and it's fucking funny. <laughs> Actually, in the one scene, he's got it on his chest and he's sleeping with yes. his mouth open. So good. Um, this movie is really good. It has a strong ensemble cast. Some of the jokes are outdated, but that's just kind of how it is. There's a there's a bit with some ment- some jokes about some... The R word. Yeah, the R word, which they, are not. They say it like really three bad. times in one minute, and then they don't yeah. say it again. Yeah. They yeah. don't bring it up again. Yeah. But I was like, and it was very much at the beginning, and I was like, oh shit, what is this movie? <laughs> there, there's a couple uncomfortable jokes, and the whole Kyle subplot could just doesn't need to be there. That would have edited some time out. Mm. At least a minute. <laughs> but um, the tape camera would have edited that. Yeah, a if they too. just left Lynn is maybe like a bitter single woman. That he was trying to get, that was just mad at him the whole time. I mean, she, didn't to, she didn't really need to have a boyfriend. She could have just been, you know, mean yeah. and bitter about it's stuff. Just because all these, she cheated on him. It's just because all these sports movies have to have the sort of romance, you know, even I mean, comedies like, I like Major League and. You know. I like the rom- that the romance is between Monix and Lynn, and not a Will Ferrell romance, though. No, that's true. It was nice. A little it was nice. Kind of like Major League, where um, Major League Two, that is, where Rick Vaughn had the romance. Yeah. Well, I would argue that Vaughn is the star of Major League Two, whereas Major Tim, Bar- Tim, Tim Barron is yeah. the star of the first mm-hmm. one. So when Vaughn had the romance in the second one, he was the star. This Will Ferrell is clearly the star, but the romance is to Monix, who is a smaller part, although an equally good one. But this movie okay. is good, and I think that I yay it. Obviously, I don't know if I said that. Um, <laughs> it's real good, and people should give it another shot because But it's, is it real good? Because it's funny, and it's enjoyable, and it's not a piece of crap turd like I'm like uh, Rock Tomatoes thinks it is. I was going to say, like Jennifer's body. 20, was it 20%? 22. 22. 22. Yeah, it seems kind of Yes, low. really low. All right. So please find us on Facebook.com slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast, on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast, on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast Dogs. You can email Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And tune in next week. On the podcast. For a very special episode, a blossom, <laughs> not a blossom. <laughs> Next week on the podcast, we will have a special guest for a special episode, and it will be special. That's all you get. <laughs> Are we going to tell them what it is? No, no, no. It's special. Should we tell them who the special person is? It's not Jagged Moon. <laughs> Next week, well, yeah, sure. Tell them. I don't care. Next week, we're going to have Danny J sitting in with us. For a very special episode. DJ. DJ. Why did you say DJ? Because I called Danny J. And, and they did a podcast together. <laughs> and a year and a half from now, when he finally listens to this episode. <laughs> oh, no. He'll listen to... Well, yeah. He's no, not he'll listen to his episode right away. It's going to be a while before he hears this one. Yeah, but he'll listen to his episode right away. Probably. Well, we'll... We'll have to catch him up. Like, we, we need to know these things going in because you're going to be... Wait, wait. I think this is it. 
That's your line. All right. I don't know why. I just found that line to be just ridiculous. Upsetting? It was ridiculous. Upsetting. It's ridiculous. Much like Will Ferrell. Okay, then. Bye, guys.